0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back, my friends. As we finish out the week together, it's Friday, the Friday before Thanksgiving. And we are grateful that you've made a chip point to listen to this or to watch this and just hopefully let us be an encouragement to you today. Uh, We have been going through the last couple days as we uh, embark on this Thanksgiving season which starts up one of the three bigger holidays of the year and uh, that comes next Thursday. Uh, one quick announcement in the programming. Um, we will have a devotional Monday and Tuesday of next week. We will not have one Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And so we will pick back up the Monday after Thanksgiving in the book of Second Peter. So we hope you'll join us in that as well. If you're following along with us in your in the Bible on your phone, Uh, our tablet we are in psalm chapter 103 we've been going this week and monday and tuesday talking about thanksgiving Uh, we mentioned yesterday that as we look ahead to reasons to be thankful as we'll talk about next uh, monday and tuesday uh, we really have to go back to the foundation we really can't be thankful until we understand one of the primary foundational premises and that's god his sovereignty his work on our life and so we've been talking about thankfulness really in praise to god and so now, psalm 103 picks up we really we did some 100 yesterday psalm 103 really talks a lot about that premise and so yesterday we talked about god gave him four reasons four verses versus reasons because of the goodness of god in 103 we're going to talk just really more about honestly these are things that reasons in our life good things are things that are part of our life that give us reasons why we should worship and be thankful to him. So Psalm 103, you really could go through the entire chapter. The entire chapter deals with different aspects of praise. We're just going to deal with the first few verses. Psalm 103 says this, "'Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is in within me, bless his holy name.'" So with emphasis, he talks about blessing the Lord and his holy name. Then he goes to verse 2, "'Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits.'" Who forgiveth all thine iniquities and who hath healed all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. "...who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles." So let's go through verse 2 to 5 and unpack these verses as David starts in verse 1 with emphasis blessing the Lord, blessing His holy name, truly praising Him. And then he gives, again, a few reasons why. Verse 2, "...he forgetteth not uh, We should never forget all of His benefits." Again, the world likes to look and think that church and religion and God, in general, are oppressive. And I would state this, the the cultural term for religion, I would agree, is oppressive. I'm not a big fan of that term. Uh, the bible uses the term religion but today's culture it's tainted today's culture religion is a man-made traditional system with a list of rules that says you have to do this do this do this do this and if your good outweighs your bad you can get into heaven it's not about the grace of god it's about your works and the good outweighs the bad the battle i have with that number one is there's nowhere in scripture that says that nowhere in scripture that says that and what little they can find a twist is so out of context scripture talks about for by grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves it's a gift of god not of works as any man should boast you notice he called it a gift of god you cannot work for a gift once you start working for a gift it's no longer a gift romans 6 for the wages of sin is death but the gift of god is eternal life Here's my premise I'll just start with. If you want to say, I'm not sure if it's a gift, and you have to rip out large portions of Scripture. You're either going to put your trust of eternity in the hands of somebody's a church who continues to change their view on life and everything or go to the Word of God that never changes which is my challenge to you so but when we do that then we can go back and look at its benefits we can go back and see when we truly understand who God is and not this oppressive God as trying to trick us into doing good but a loving gracious Shepherd as the Bible describes him who comes alongside and helps us and while yes he wants us to do good and yes he wants us to do right and, and yes he's a holy God and yes when you do wrong there can be chastisement but that's God and that's that's not wrong and and I think we sometimes come and say well God's only good like we said yesterday if he does what I want that's not God, that's humanism and then God becomes, you know, our slave. This is almighty God, and yeah, there is submission to him, It should be, but that submission brings with it amazing benefits, and I think that's what we miss. Verse three, one of the benefits is he forgiveth all thine iniquities, and he heals all your diseases. Now, he starts off with iniquities. We all sin, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I don't think any of us deny that. You know, you can start debating sin I'm not doing that. The fact is we have all sinned. We've come short of the glory of God, and he says he's forgiven those things. He just forgives them all. On the cross when he died, he says, it is finished. Now, that was future to this passage, but he did. He forgives our sins. If we just come and accept it, the forgiveness has already been paid for and offered. It's just a matter of accepting the forgiveness that we need to do. But he forgives them all, not just the bad ones, or not just the good ones, or not just for certain people, all. Then he says he heals they're diseases. Now we understand that at this point in history, and moving through two, up from here, then till today, they're still diseases. What he's saying is, when he died on the cross, offering us a way into heaven, he's offered us an ultimate healing. Right now, because sin is still rampant, right now because Satan is still free and we are still uh, sinful beings, there's going to be disease. It's part of the curse. When we one day get our glorified bodies, we have we will be healed. He has offered that healing. It won't come yet, but He's offered it to us. There is a hope. There's a hope that the battles and the chaos that we see in this world do have an end. Then He goes to verse 4, "...who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies." When you get saved, you've been redeemed from destruction. And whether that means your life... Kind of collapsing right now or ultimately the destruction of hell in his love he has redeemed you from it he's offered you a way out of it then he says uh he has crown you with loving, loving kindness and tender mercy. She, this is how he treats you. This is what he sees in you, that righteousness that he has given, imputed the Bible says, given to us through his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, he says, who has satisfied thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, I know what does he mean by satisfy your mouth with good things? Well, he's talking about the idea of what we say. So he has given us, he has renewed our soul so much that the things we talk about the things that we you know when we start thinking of the future and the hope you know we talk about there's hope in that he's given us hope and he's renewed us like the eagles like there's there's a there's a renewed hope in our lives. so you talk to an unsaved person or somebody who doesn't really believe in god you, you what they're going to do is they're going to tell you all the reasons they don't believe in god and bad and ultimately when you say well, well then what's the true hope for mankind uh, they might say something like science but generally the long-term hope there's not a whole lot it is rather, whether they admit it or not. They say it's a freeing thinking. It's a very depressing thinking because there's no hope. We make our own hope, they say. But I watch a world trying more and more to make it. And it's just, every time they step out to do their own thing, it ends, ends in emptiness. And God is saying, I renewed. When He renews our soul and He livens, in, in, in open, uh, revives our soul and brings life to it to see Him, then what we see is then we see true hope. It's the only place to find true hope. Again, I'm not talking religion. I'm talking a relationship with Jesus that changed me from the inside out. What I speak and and the hope that I tell about people is now real. It's not manufactured. It's real. And only that hope only comes through through Jesus Christ. Well, I'm telling you, I hope that you know that hope. I hope you understand that. Now, we could go on in Psalm 103 for a while and talk about His justice in verse number 6 and His mercy in verse number 8 and... um, uh, as far as, in verse 11, as far as uh, the heaven is high above the earth, so is his mercy toward them that fear him. Um, I love this, verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far as we moved our transgressions from us, like a father pitying his children, Lord pitieth them that fear him. I mean, I encourage you to read 103. There's a whole list of phenomenal reasons. To praise God. And I would encourage you just to meditate on this passage for a while because there are just some amazing things to show no, no matter our past, our present, our current structure, God, our struggle, God loves us and he desires to offer mercy and grace and encouragement in a time when there's just very little offered in our world today. Thanks again for joining us as we finish out this week together. Monday and Tuesday, we'll take a couple more days looking at the idea of thankfulness and praising to God and reasons to be able to do that. Hope you join us again next Monday and Tuesday. Reminder, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for the holiday season, there will be no um, devotionals, live stream, or recorded. Um, We'll pick back up the Monday after Thanksgiving, and we'll take some time as we look into the end of the year, into the book of 2 Peter. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.